the case for children, we're going to learn some Torah. Now let's just re-identify the whole system of existence so that we know what's going on. Hashem, the infinite divine being, created the universe. <coughs> and from the beginning of creation, He put into the universe different energies at different times. So from the very first second the Big Bang happened, or whatever happened, at this time of year, leading up to now, and really from the 15th of Nisan, to the 21st, 22nd of Nisan, Hashem put into energy, into creation, the energy called freedom. Freedom! So every year for the whole of existence, when the year comes round, there's a cycle, the year goes round, and in fact we say it's a spiral, because it goes from, there was a beginning and there's going to be an end, so it goes, it's circular but going upwards. That's why every year Pesach is higher and higher and higher. The energy is higher and higher, because we're closer to the end. So every year on this time, since the beginning of creation, there's been this power called freedom. So we really said last time, why do we call Pesach Zman Cheruteinu, the time of our freedom? And people said, because that's when we left Egypt. And I said, no, it's the other way around. We left Egypt because it was Zman Cheruteinu, that is the time of freedom. The energy of freedom was in the air. So only then we could leave Egypt. Now then people ask the question, well, what about the 209... Uh, Pesach times when we were in Egypt. Okay, so we weren't ready to leave yet, but when we were going to leave, it was definitely going to be at that time. Yeah, that was the freedom time. Redemption. When, when you help to sing these songs of freedom, because all I ever had, redemption song. Robert Nestamali himself said it. So now we've got these energies. So on Shavuot, you've got different energies. After Pesach, by the way, we have Shvirata Aime. Shvirata Aime. Counting the Omer, where really every day is broken down into a different spiritual energy. Chesed Shebe Chesed, Gevur Shebe Chesed, we'll learn about that later. But really every day and every moment of the day. In the morning is Shachras time, and, in, and just before sunset on Friday is, is candle time. So we've got these energies in the world. Shabbat, once a week, Shabbat, once a month, Rosh Chodesh. All the Chagim, there's different energies. And what these different energies are, are different portals into divine consciousness. So we've always got to have divine consciousness. We're all going to be connected to Hashem, but at different times of the year, there's different things you need to do and different types of energies being sent down. So any relationship. Sometimes my children are upset, so I have to relate them to, to them in one way. Sometimes they're very happy, so I relate them to them in another way. Sometimes it's their birthday, so a different way. So in all relationships, at different times, there's different things. So how do we tap into the specific energy of the specific time? So that's what a mitzvah is. A mitzvah means a connection point. So the mitzvahs are how you connect into that specific energy at that specific time of year. So on Sukkot, you have to sit in a sukkah and shake a lulav and etrog. And that, that is the abracadabra magic way to to pull down and, and internalize the energy of Sukkot. If you sit in a Sukkah <coughs> and wave a little of an etrog on Pesach, you're not doing anything. It might be you, it might be fun, but you've done nothing. It doesn't work. It's like the battery is not on, the power is not plugged in. It doesn't work. And in fact, a little of an etrog on Pesach is just a 
bit of leaves and a lemon. No, that has no holiness to it whatsoever. You could blow a shofar, well you should blow a shofar a lot. But if you're blowing it just any day, you're not connecting, you need to do that on Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur. So on Pesach we have mitzvahs. We have the mitzvahs that we're going to do that can going to connect us to this energy of freedom, the energy of Imuna. And there are some rabbinic mitzvahs and there are some mitzvahs from the Torah. Mitzvahs from the Torah, mitzvahs from the rabbis. What are the two main mitzvahs that we have, the two mitzvahs from the Torah that we have on Seder night? You know? To read the... To read the Haggadah, so it's really to tell the story. The Haggadah itself, by the way, was only written in about the 9th century. Very late, someone put it together. But from when we left Egypt, we've been having Pesach, and, and the mitzvah is to tell the story. It's and the more you tell it, the more praiseworthy you are. By the way, we don't have any mitzvah, other mitzvah really like that. Maybe it's tzedakah. There's no mitzvah that says the more times you put on tefillin every day, the more praiseworthy you are. The more you shake the lulav, the more praiseworthy you are. We don't say that about any mitzvah apart from this telling the story. It's telling over the story. And why are we telling over the story? To give our children imuna. That Hashem loves us. That there is a God. God controls everything. And Hashem loves us. He's on our team. He cares about us. We're going to tell the story. The other one? The other major mitzvah? Matzah. Matzah, which means mitzvah. Matzot. Matzot is the same words as mitzvahs. Same thing. So... It's the only mitzvah food we have, really. It's the only food you will ever say, Asher Kirishana B'mitzvotah V'sivano Al Achilat Matzah. You actually say with, with Maror as well. That's just connected in. But really, Matzah is the only mamish mitzvah. You're eating a mitzvah. How often do you eat a mitzvah? That's an amazing thing. So you got to do, don't, don't mess that up. In my Seder, silence. 20 minutes of silence. You wash your hands, you eat. You meditate, you're like, you're internalizing and consuming a mitzvah. Then there are other mitzvahs eating the marrow. And there's the most famous rabbinic mitzvah. Do you know what that is? Most famous, pardon? Cleaning is something you have to do when you do the mitzvah. What is the mitzvah that you do? The rabbi said, four cups of wine. And four cups of wine, very special. By the way, those four cups of wine, they are mitzvahs. The other wine you drink on Pesach, not a mitzvah. And maybe not advisable even, because you want to stay up all night. So you don't want to drink too much. You want to stay up all night and have a in the morning at the hotel. See you there. Don't not be there biggest happening of the year. So we have these two mitzvahs, these two, we have the story, but then we have the matzah and the wine. <clears throat> so, there's this leaflet called Bayan Dar Kecha. It's written by a student of probably the most respected Kabbalist, definitely in Jerusalem, if not in Israel, if not in the whole world. It's written by one of his students. Um, and he goes through the avodah, he's going, what are we actually meant to be doing when we're doing all of these things? So he's going to teach us now about the inner work when you're eating matzah and you're having the wine, 
what are you meant to be thinking, what are you meant to be doing, what's this all about? Very important, otherwise you won't know what to do. Here we go. Ha'or shenichnas b'matzah nikra meichin dachachma There's a special light. This, I've been talking about energy. The energy is becoming, comes down into the world. But in Kabbalistic writings, they always call it or, the light, Hashem's light. And it's not like the light of the sun, or the light of a candle, or electric light. It's a spiritual light. We can't necessarily see it. That's why I say energy. And this is a special light of Chachma. Do you know what Chachma is? Chachma is wisdom that, that isn't analytical. It's just give it. it. Sometimes it just comes to you. It's just like, ah. I get it. It's the first flash of inspiration. So in Matzah it had this light. By the way, very, very important. And I said this in Purim. Everyone who learns a bit of Kabbalah and Chassidot says there's an amazing light coming down. There's an amazing energy coming down. But I got really feel it. You know, who am I kidding? I'm just a normal Jew. So I say to say, firstly, you should try and feel it because it's there. But secondly, even if you can't feel it, you should believe it's there, because it is there. And just believing, having a muna, knowing, believing it's there, helps bring it into you. So I, believe, I know it's there, I, believe, I can't feel it now, but I really believe it's here, and I, ima- I, I imagine it. I sit there, I'm just like, wow. I can imagine this great light coming down, and, I'm, and that brings it down. <clears throat> so what is this? Lahavin ulahasi. To understand and to grasp. Shikol habriya hu or Hashem. And what are we trying to understand and trying to grasp? That everything is just Hashem. And I'm sorry if my classes seem a bit boring to you. Because all I ever talk about is that everything is just Hashem. And the whole purpose of life is Hashem, 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 Hashem. So in a way, you don't need to come to my classes anymore. You could just play Candy Crush Saga and know what I'll be saying. But this is ever, I want you to know this. And some places, they don't speak about it, from places. They don't speak about Hashem to Personal growth, lessons you can learn from Abraham and Zagid Yaakov, bit of history, all the many things. Hashem is a bit... But no. It's only and all about Hashem. There's nothing else to talk about. There really isn't. It's all about Hashem. So this is what we have to grasp. There is nothing about Hashem. You have no other goal in life. Don't think... My goal is to be a good father. It's not your goal. It's a means to the goal, which is Hashem. My goal is to have a decent job so I can support my family and give tzedakah. That's not your goal. That's a means to an end. Everything in this whole world, this whole world itself, by the way, is just a means to an end. It's not the goal. This world is not the goal. Everything in this world is either distracting you from the goal, which is Kirvet Elakim Litov, closeness to Hashem, or is taking you towards it. You've got to ask yourself. <clears throat> everything you do during the day, everything you think, everything you say, everything you feel, everything you do, everything you eat, everything, everything. Is it serving the purpose or not? And if it's not, don't do it anymore. Stop doing it. It's not getting you anything to go. Now obviously if you need to chill out a little bit, for a little bit, you can play Candy Cross Saga for 12 seconds. Just to... Uh, Chill out. Any more than 12 seconds? Come on. Yeah. I'll, give you, I'll give you 20 minutes. But more than that, so this is what we're trying to grasp. And this is the beginning of the year. Pesach's the first holiday of the year. Just get this. Hashem is everything, and He does everything, and He makes everything. 
when you understand this, when you grasp it, umit maleba ahavala shemit brach, umit patala lava. And when you grasp it, you are just filled with love and awe, and your own selfish personal ego desires just fall away. Right. When you're in love with someone, you don't care about yourself. You're going to be such a good husband. You're just going to be there for your wife somewhere. So all of yourself. I'm going to serve my wife. I get rid of, I don't want anything. I just want to serve you. I want you to be happy. Where should we go? Here or there? You, like wherever you go. Little side tip. If your wife asks for your opinion and you just don't care, like what colour serviettes should we have for Shabbos table? Don't say, I don't care, whatever. Play the game. Well, ah, I kind of like blue. What do you think if you go, I think white's better and you go, okay, white's good then. you got to play the game. You can't actually. You care about your wife, not about the serviettes. My wife knows that game, so she's like, I'm just going to choose the serviettes. We're very honest and authentic in our relationship. I don't have to do that. At the beginning, maybe. Right. So you are mit batel. I'm just batel. Whatever you say, whatever you want, Hashem. And that's very to do with emuna. Bittal is emuna. It's like whatever. I gave the example yesterday. Someone wants to go to. Uh, wanted to come to my house for Pesach and I couldn't. I'm full already, so he couldn't come. So he's a bit upset. So he asked someone else. He couldn't come. So he's like, oh no, I'm going to be at someone's Pesach site. I don't want to be there. I'd rather be with these mystical rabbis with beards and stuff. And I said, you've missed the whole point of Pesach. You will be at the Seder you are meant to be at. That is your Seder. That's the perfect, you couldn't, there's no better Seder for you to be at. That's the one you have to be at. Mavata. Let it go. And by the way, this leads to such sweetness and menuchas and nefesh, which means peace of being. It's just like, whatever, I don't care. Whatever. I'll, I'll make it work. I'll make it work. I'll, it's okay. I was teaching my children because I walked them to their bus for school. So I was talking to them today about how people aren't so happy. Everything I teach you, I teach them. And I say, do you know why? It's because they don't understand that happiness is a choice. You can choose to be happy. You know what? Not just when things go your way, of course you're happy, but when you lose your pencil case. You could be upset, but you don't have to. You could just be okay with it. Because upset is not going to help. By the way, if you do feel upset, that's okay too. You should feel like it's okay to feel upset. I'm not saying don't feel upset. If you feel upset, that's good. But just feel upset for a little bit and then choose to be okay. So all through your life, just choose to be okay. You might as well. Especially if there's nothing you could do about it. If there's nothing you could do about it, choose to be okay. Not only just choose to be okay, choose to make it unbelievable. But why? Because I have a moon there. Not only am I okay with it, because what can I do? I'll make the best of a bad situation. But no, this is where I'm meant to be. This is my, I'm meant to break my leg. It's amazing. I'm meant to do this again. But it's okay. Bitter is so powerful. It's okay. And you're, you're just going to... Life is going to get so much easier. You're just going to be able to play the game. It's okay, it's okay. I don't, I don't mind. Everything's okay. Once you're okay with everything, then everything's okay. okay. So this is what we're trying to grasp from Pesach. Just get it. Matzah, flour, water, it's just very simple. No ego, no puffed up like bread. Just flour and water, no salt, no spices, nothing. No eggs, no nothing. Just flour and water. Just simple, just be simple. Just be simple.
היכך מעניינה הבנס נקודה השיירש של הדבר. What is חכמה really? Is understanding the root of the thing. What's the root of the thing? Now I have a game I play. It's from Bill Vavi, from my Rebbe, Rabbi Itamar Schwarz. And I teach it to all the people on my mindfulness kabora. One of the people on my mindfulness kabora from about a few months ago left me a message late last night. And she was like, I can't believe, I just had the best experience I've ever had. She said, I teach in a school, in a Jewish day school for four-year-olds, four or five-year-olds. Not religious families, but they send them to it. It's really like Jewish school. We started talking about stuff, and I started to play the game that you taught us. And this is the game. And I played it with you guys. Where does this table come from? Table comes from wood. Where does wood come from? Wood comes from trees. Where do trees come from? Trees come from the earth. Where does the earth come from? From Hashem. Where does the window come from? Where does glass come from? Glass comes from sand. Where does sand come from? Comes from the earth. Where does the earth come from? Comes from Hashem. Where does plastic come from? And it's actually good for the kids to think. I didn't know where plastic came from, by the way. Comes from petroleum. And where did that come from? Comes from the earth, comes from Hashem. Where did your, your shirt come from? It's made of cotton. Where does cotton come from? Comes from flowers. Where do flowers come from? Comes from the earth, comes from Hashem. Uh, where does your jumper come from? Comes from, from wool. Where does wool come from? Comes from sheep. Where do sheep come from? There's sheep mummies. Where do sheep mummies come from? Sheep mummies. Where did the first sheep come from? From Hashem. Where does the air come from? From Hashem. Where do you come from? From my mummy. Mummy. Where did they come from? From Hashem. And she said these kids were freaking out. I just couldn't believe it. Everything comes from Hashem. So that's a chachma. Chachma is to see the root of everything. Everything, can you, can you see anything here that you couldn't trace back to Hashem? Look around the room, look around anything. I did this game with people once. I said, where did your t-shirt come from? And they were like, China. So I said, well, where did China come from? <laughs> you can't win, I'm gonna win the game every time. Came from the factory. Where did the bricks for the factory come from? Come from the rocks, where did the rock come from? Everything. On the bus, where does the bus come from? Where does the rubber of the tires of the bus come from? Comes from the trees in Sri Lanka. I used to work in a, in a rubber plantation in Sri Lanka. It's amazing, everything comes, that's what Chachma is. So you want to be sitting at your Pesach Seder table just like freaking out that everything comes from us. What is the foundation of everything? And in terms of avoda, your spiritual work, what is chachma? It's spiritual seeing. It's seeing godliness. Seeing the world in a way, as I just taught you now, that everything is, the light is a manifestment manifestation of Hashem. We said this many times, if you take any matter and you break it down, you break it down to atoms and you break it from atoms to protons, protons to, to subprotons, to quarks, to subquarks, to quantum quarks, to, it just, it's all energy. It's all the light of Hashem. Science has now come to prove the light of Hashem. It's an incredible thing. And this graal, if you grasp it, that brings you to emunah. Because if Hashem is permeating the whole of existence, then everything's just a manifestation of Hashem, so then you could be mavata. 
Why? Because you know Hashem loves you, everything is love and self-notification to connect to your higher self in Hashem. So we have only just touched the surface. But you can start maybe to taste the sweet divine light that's going to be coming down on, on Leila Seda. Uh, and we're just preparing and start yearning for it. Learning and yearning. Learning and yearning. Head and heart, learning yearning. Let's we'll carry on tomorrow. Are there any questions?